0: Welcome to Too Smart for This, a podcast dedicated to knowing better and doing better for ourselves and others, hosted by me, Alexis Barber. In this show, we invite real people and experts to share their stories about how they navigate an ever demanding society and talk about the personal decisions we make from career to health and wellness. Let's get into it. Tuesday, and welcome to another episode of Too Smart for This. Please, I apologize for all the construction in my background, but this episode is worth it. This is probably in, in one of the most like inspiring conversations I've had. I feel so fired up to be able to talk to another Black woman who is in big tech and succeeding in her business outside of her job as well. And she's done such a great job. This is, episode is with Naya Jones, who is the founder of Inside the Now, which is a journal that essentially has a prompt for every single day that goes in-depth on self-reflection, in-depth on values and depth on figuring out who you want to be and what you love and I have used the journal for some time now and it's really inspired me to do more journaling outside of this journal but also it's a one page every day type situation where you get to go deep on things you don't think about every single day. Um, For example, mine yesterday was like, do you believe in luck? For example, these are things that you don't always think about, but self-reflection, as I always say, is the key to self-love. And I really love this journal. So Naya and I met um, two summers ago, I guess in 2019, when we both did a program at Harvard Business School, um, she went to Johns Hopkins and also graduated in 2020 after studying pu- um, public health and economics. And now she works full time at Facebook as a product specialist. So we have a similar little situation. We both, you know, went to. Um, great colleges. We both did this incredible program at Harvard and now we both work in big tech. And so she understands a lot of my struggles as like just working from home in big tech, um, but also the idea of a side hustle and really wanting to bloom into entrepreneurship. She gives incredible tips for how she started the business, um, her hopes for the future, her journey with manifestation. And honestly, it's a great episode. Just listen. You'll love it and have a wonderful day. All right. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited to talk to you like uninterrupted for a little bit.
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation.
0: Awesome. So I guess we could talk a little bit about how we met, right? And yeah. you can also go in depth to your like background in terms of like where you went to school and what you do now, and then we could get into how you started your company sounds good. Amazing. So obviously you and I knew each other because Black women working in tech who are just yeah. trying to like make <laughs> it, obviously, which is so fun. It's it's difficult to start our careers like this, like we were saying before we, were, we started recording, but it's worth it, I guess. I know.
1: It was so good to catch up and feel like other people are going through the same struggles of working from home, trying to like, fight imposter syndrome and all that in big tech. Um, so I'm so happy that we're able to connect on that.
0: You know, right? So essentially, could you give us a little breakdown of like where you went to school, what you did in college, and where you are now?
1: Yeah, of course. So my name is Naya. I am a recent grad. I recently graduated from Johns Hopkins University last year, unfortunately virtually, um, but I studied public health and economics there. I curr- In addition to my business, I also work at Facebook full-time as a product specialist based in the New York City office, but I'm currently back home in West Palm Beach, Florida. And then, of course, I started my business last year. So last year was like a lot of milestones for me. Um, yes. I started this business inside then out and have been working on that ever since. So that's a little summary.
0: <laughs> it, it's I love it. So how, where are you from originally? You said Florida?
1: Yeah, West Palm Beach, Florida.
0: Amazing. So um, you went to high school there and everything? Yep. Exciting. Yeah. So it's
1: interesting like being back in your hometown after being away for so long. You realize yeah. like a lot of things do stay the, stay the same.
0: Right? It's really crazy. Like yeah. I was in St. Louis for four months and – everything like all the places we used to go are still there like it's just so funny to look at
1: right and I'm seeing like a bunch of people that I used to know in high school I'm like oh you all are still here too you're
0: all still here right (laughs) it's crazy it's so it's so uncomfortable sometimes but yeah so it is it's crazy but so in terms of like your upbringing and everything like did you have a lot did you journal growing up or did you know you wanted to work in big tech or anything growing up? Like what were yeah. you like with, so, at that age?
1: Yeah, so honestly, not re- Well, I did journal a lot growing up. I've always been like really hard. I, it's always been really hard for me to like be open with other people. So I always like resorted to writing. So anytime I was like feeling upset about something or like going through something, I would always write it down. It was kind of more of a coping mechanism. But I think mm-hmm. more recently is where I started trying to journal more intentionally and stop like letting it just be something that's just responsive like oh I'm really sad or really upset let me get all these feelings on paper it's more about like let me make this a uh, continuous process where like I'm constantly reflecting and thinking about self-care or self-love or just whatever topics are important to me so it's kind that's of it. yeah an evolution
0: of course, I mean, it's like when you recognize why you're coping with something, getting to the root is very difficult, but I think you've also made it more approachable with the way you've like designed the journal.
1: I was reaching a place where like I wanted to write more and and be more intentional and I was also reading a lot, but I didn't really know what to write and I, it was at a point where I didn't want to just pour out all the bad things that were currently happening in my life. I wanted to think about like intentional prompts and things that I wanted to change. So it started with me just kind of thinking through what questions that I wanted to answer for myself. And it started with like a list (laughs) of like journal prompts that I was like thinking about. And then I realized that it could potentially be helpful to a lot of other people as well, because you know, journaling is not something that people always think to do daily. Um, And I just wanted to make it easy. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely something that I can share with the world. So it started with me, but I was like, you know, I I think this might be helpful to other people as well.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. So for you, when did that sort of self-reflection journey where you were really like learning more about yourself, like, what started that? Because for yeah. me it took a long time. It took until like senior year of college to really focus on it. So it seems yeah. like it was earlier for you.
1: Yeah. No, it's the same thing for me. And it's funny because like I've never been somebody I would never consider myself somebody who was like super like interested in self-development. Like I didn't even start reading more like self-development type books until senior year as well. Um so very similar to you in that sense. But yeah, I had just it was, and partially I have um, COVID to think for this whole journey because I remember I had just graduated um, from college. I was at a stage before I was starting work and I was just kind of feeling like a lack of purpose. I was like, okay, well, now I don't have school. I have all this free time before starting work. And, you know, it's COVID, so I don't have those same social outlets that I normally have. So it just it caused me to spend a lot more time thinking about what drives me and what I'm passionate about and what I want to spend my like time and energy focus on. So I was working on like consuming a lot more positive content because you know you can't just binge. I, for me, I was like I can't binge any more like TV shows or right. any Netflix shows. Like I'm tired of this. Like so it really started with me um, reading a lot more. So I started getting more into self-development books and then like once I started it was just kind of like an addiction I was like wow like I I was adopting so many new mindsets and ways of viewing the world and even my own personal like journey and passions Um, so that's kind of how my own self-development journey started yeah into journaling more as well
0: Right. It's so important to like I think have that moment where once you graduate college you realize that like this is all in your hands now. Like you've yeah. done you've done everything like anyone was supposed to tell you to do and now no one's going to tell you anymore. Yeah. And so you have to have that moment where you're like, "Okay, what do I really want?" And I think journaling is one of the best tools for like figuring out what that is.
1: Exactly. And you also realize like I remember reflecting and I was like wow i've let like so many years just go by without mm. really reflecting much or like without really like planning oh this is this is where i want to go or this is the type of person that i want to be because i think the other thing that i think people when people come to like planning and and goaling and journaling a lot of times it's like strictly about just like setting goals for yourself I think it's like a lot more than that I think it's about Mm. being reflective about like where you've been in your life and where you want to be and what type like I I always say what type of person do you want to be because it's not always about like what physical goal you reach it's like who are you Mm. like what values do you have and I wanted people I wanted to create a way for people to like take that time to reflect about those type of topics rather than like, yeah, like I wanna make this amount of money which is, it's just great. Like I think manifestation and setting goals is awesome but it's also about like figuring out like internally who you are which is also why I titled uh, the business inside then out because I think uh, the external things are really a reflection of how we take care of ourselves on the inside.
0: Truly they are I think but you're right we start outside and then we think it'll translate to be inside when if you're not if you don't really want to make six figures but you've been told that like you have to make six figures this is like the most this is success but Mm -hmm. if you're not really attached to it it's not a part of your values then like it's not going to mean anything to you
1: right
0: and yeah go 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 ahead
1: I was just gonna say I'm like I don't know if you can relate but like being in big tech is like a great accomplishment. Like I hear that all the time, like, oh, wow. Like yes. I can't believe you got that role. Like that's so amazing. You're killing it. But then you're in the moment. You're like, am I like really happy? Like, does this, is this, have I like reached success as other people say that I have? Like, it doesn't necessarily feel that way. So it's totally. like, when you're so like focused on like reaching these physical things, it's like when you get them, you're not gonna become any happier, or you're not gonna, like, you know, you're not exactly aligned with who you want to be just because you reach one milestone.
0: Yeah. And I talk about, I've talked about that with like dieting, of course, because mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I thought if you like lose weight, you'll be happy. Turns out no. But like yeah. that was a metaphor for every part of like our lives. Like right. you and I have been both very successful. We went to great schools and got great jobs, but it, it didn't mean that we really knew what we wanted until we were like this year, you know?
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's really funny. It's really interesting to see how so many other women and especially black women are are doing the same thing I am. And not knowing like their external or internal validation and then having to like go through that journey of of figuring it out. Exactly, It's so interesting. You also mentioned manifestation. And that's something I'm starting to learn a lot more about. Have you like dug deep into it?
1: So I I won't say I dug deep, but I've had my own little like personal experience with manifestation and it was actually in relation to my business. And I was like, Whoa, like this actually works. Mm. So I remember, okay. So this was um, the week of like black Friday um, and cyber Monday. And of course, like for most businesses, this is a like a big week in terms of like sales and marketing and everything. So I was like trying to prepare as much as I could. And I knew that I wanted to place an order for more journals, um, because it does like take a while for them to be manufactured and shipped to me and all that. So I was like approaching that time and I was like, but I needed a lot more money uh, to be able to purchase the the next set of journals. And a lot of the money that you make in business, like especially in the beginning, you have to keep reinvesting. And I've invested so much of my personal money into it as well. So like I was reaching that stage and I was like, dang, like in order for me to place the next set of journals, I need to make $3,000 this week. Keep in mind, I had just got the first batch of journals beginning of November. and. This was the end of November. So this is the first month. I've never made anywhere close to this amount. And I'm being specific here just because like, I think a key part of manifestation is being specific.
0: Totally true. I was like, yeah, Yeah.
1: like kind of in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, this is, this doesn't make sense, right? This is not possible, but you know, that's exactly the amount that I need. And I'm going to do everything that I can this week to make sure I'm marketing and everything to reach that amount. And yes. if not, it's okay. But, you know, that's my goal. Literally at the end of the week, exactly $3,000. Exactly. Three. Oh like, my it God. Was, it was like amazing. I was like, is this real? Like, is this really happening? Like, I almost had to pinch myself because I was just so amazed because it just makes sense. And it was way too early in the process for me to like do something like that. So I was like, wow, like manifestation really does work. And yeah, it's really about just being specific with your intention. And then also like a big part of it is like manifestation is not like, oh, saying I want to make this amount of money and then going to bed and not changing anything about your routine or Mm -hmm. your schedule or what you're actually doing. It's really about like setting that intention and then saying like, okay, this is what I'm going to do to get there as well.
0: Um, And like believing you can get there at the end.
1: Believing in yourself and also surrounding yourself with people that believe in you.
0: Totally. I mean, I think that's been such a big moment. I think in college, I also, I felt like I, believed in myself, but because people around me didn't believe in me, I had to attach to like those external validations. But now when you like, like you said, you have this like thing that you're really passionate about, people around you believe in it because it's an amazing product and you did a great job and you did the work.
1: Yeah. And
0: it, and it happened like that, that right there just makes me so inspired to like, you know, keep going. Yeah, no. It's amazing.
1: It, yeah. It's, it truly is amazing. And I think like people um, always see like the results, but like they don't see the work. And it's like you do have like in the beginning months, like I remember I would like wake up. I was like waking up at like 8 a.m. Keep in mind, this is like I didn't have school. I didn't have a job. This is quote unquote free time, summer break, relaxation.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I would wake up at like 8 a.m., and like be working like straight until like nighttime. I remember I was I was actually living in Baltimore because I still was at my apartment from school and like I would just be working on my computer all day like trying to set up this business. Also like I've never started a business before. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes into it, especially if you want to make sure that you're doing it right. So a lot of that time was spent also just, like, learning and absorbing information about, like, how to do any, like, any, like, little task that I had to do, I had to look it up. Um, Immediately. And, right. Immediately. Exactly. And But it was also just, like, an amazing process because, like, that was my first time in life where I was, like, excited to wake up. I was, like, so excited. I was, like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to get this, this, and this done. I was, like, I've never... Like felt that feeling of like going to bed, like waking up excited, except for when I was like a kid and it was like Christmas the night Uh like, like that. So I felt like a kid again. And I was like, that's how I knew that this was something that I was super passionate about. And I wanted to do it properly. Um. So yeah. that's
0: beautiful. First of all, I'm like so inspired because <laughs> I think, again, you mentioned this before. You and I are working in these quote unquote dream jobs. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm, I'm not like changing the world every day. Like, I'm in like 10 meetings and like right. making these decks and spreadsheets. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel incredibly fulfilling just because people have other people have attached value to it, you yeah. know? So, what is so beautiful about that is you're waking up every day, you're excited to do this thing, and that's how you know it's important. Right. And you mentioned really wanting to start the business properly. So you started your business basically from scratch. Can you give us like an overview of how you did that, what was most important, and maybe some of the things you wish you would have done early on too?
1: Yeah. So I think like a big like part of starting a business is just like setting up the business infrastructure. So there's a lot of things that you have to do, like opening a bank account. I filed for like S Corp tax stuff. Um, And then also like a big part of the beginning stages for me was making sure that I'm like getting the journal actually created. So it's like, there's two sides. It's like producing the journal content, making sure everything there is like aligned with how I wanted it, um, making sure that like, I'm absorbing as much positive content as possible, because, you know, the journal is in relation to like self-development and growth. Um, so I was just like watching a lot of like inspirational videos and reading books and stuff. So to make sure the journal content itself was up to par, And then also like Things like hiring a designer, finding a manufacturer. And then from the business standpoint, it was really about like um, making sure that I set up everything properly. So like filing for an LLC, I'm actually like working on putting together a list of all the steps I took because it is a lot of information to, of course, and there's, there's actually like a lot of little things that you have to do. Especially when you have like a product based business, also like designing my website and every like literally like all of these things also and were- the
0: packaging, like <laughs> it's crazy. You did such a good job with the packaging. I was so Thank proud. You. That's something I always look for and people always mess that up and they just send it in like a UPS mailer. Which like if that's what you're doing, cool, whatever, love you. But like I was so impressed by the yeah. quality
1: because I wanted it to be an unboxing experience. You know, it's like, I want people to be happy when they receive and open this journal. Um, so yeah, I definitely wanted to make sure like the boxing, the journal itself was super nice. Also when I was like, like looking around for like what I wanted the journal feel to look like. I, I tend to like, like very modern and simplistic design. So I didn't want to do too much. Black is my favorite color. So I wanted to make Same. sure- week and the you know it would look nice by your bedside like I want to make journaling like an attractive in a sense like process to do yeah like, like that I do like that's easy
0: processing um, is sexy
1: <laughs> it's so sexy yeah. I
0: love that that's so yeah. that's so beautiful so for so how have you managed since launching it. I mean, like did you have help? Do you do you mail everything individually yourself? Like how yeah. has it been ever since you decided to launch yeah. this?
1: Yeah, so I think most for the most part I do a lot of things myself, which I don't necessarily recommend. Um it's
0: because, difficult. Yeah, yeah
1: it's definitely difficult, especially since I'm balancing a full-time job. In the beginning, it was a lot easier before I started work because, as I mentioned, like I had a lot more free time and like my day to day was spent like sleeping, dreaming, breathing inside than out. Um, but then I started work and it became a lot more difficult. I do have help in packaging the journals, so I have like a friend, a family friend, um, that helps me like create the boxes, box everything. But I am actually the one who ships it out, so. Pro tip if anyone has a product based business, uh, USPS will like pick up packages from your house every day. And it's free. So, that has been like such a blessing because I will literally just put all the journals like outside my front door every day and then USPS will come by and pick it up. But literally, I have like so many journals and boxes like stuffed in my garage at the moment. But
0: that's so funny. Not
1: at the moment because. Stock
0: is coming, but yes. <laughs> yeah. But like people loved this. Like when I posted on my stories, people were like, This is such a good idea. It's amazing. It's a perfect Christmas gift, obviously, which is why you sold okay. out. Um, but a hundred percent like amazing product, amazing reception what do you want to do next with it? Not that you do yeah. need to do anything next, but like, what is your goal? Like as a business person, do you want to take this full time? Do you want to expand to more products? Like what is the future yeah. like, manifestation look like for Naya? Yeah,
1: yeah so yeah, all those things. Yes, um, I do want to take this full time, 100% hands down. I can't wait till the day where I can just quit and focus on my business because um, one of the things is that like, I realized like if I were to wake up every day and spend all my time on inside the Out, like I can only imagine how great it would do. And the thing that is so amazing about business, like when you own your own business, it's like, it's really up to you. Like right. you, know, you, your are dis- just like decisions and your product and whatever decisions you make will directly translate into like the success of your business versus like, for example, like at work, it's like, you put in all this work, it doesn't really like change much. Maybe you'll get a promotion, but like a lot of times it's a lot of other factors at play when it comes
0: to- like, Or the opinion. project, like when you're in or tech, the project, project is deprecated yeah. five days later. Exactly.
1: exactly. Um, yes. Yeah, like reprioritization happens all the time in big tech. Like, so it's a constant struggle, but like, I love that ability to be like, yeah, this is- something that I'm working on and growing just for me. And this will lead to results versus like you can put in tons of work and you don't really know what the impact of that is. Like directly see the impact, but yeah, I'm definitely um, looking to like expand my products as well. Like I'm currently in the stage of like, I don't want to rush things. Um, I want to make sure that like um, I master this, this product. And I know as soon as I start, like, increasing my product base and everything, it's going to take a lot more work and bandwidth that I don't currently have at the moment. Um, But I'm hoping that around, like, the anniversary of when I release this journal, that I'll have another journal or journals. We'll see.
0: (laughs) Um, Excited.
1: um, Products. But yeah, I'm definitely looking to grow. Like, one thing I'm also starting to think about is, like, adding someone else onto the business, I think it it's a lot harder because in the beginning, a lot of the investments you make and everything is like on yourself. So I'm like, I don't yeah. know am ready to start like paying someone um, yet, but like, I'm really hoping to at some point, maybe this year or next year, bring someone else onto the team because ultimately like, I don't even think like I'm maximizing the success the potential success of this business by trying to manage everything on my own.
0: Mm, I think that's a good way to put it. I think like when you do, that's an incredibly self-aware way to put it too. It's like <laughs> even though this is my baby, I created this and I'm in love with it. If I really wanted to be successful, I do need help. You exactly. Know?
1: And there's Absolutely. yeah, there's things that other people can do better than me. Like mm. I'm like, I feel like I'm at the stage where it's like I'm trying to learn the basics of so many different areas so like branding, mm. marketing ads like all these different areas i'm like right. trying to learn this seo strategy like there's yes. so many things um to learn and it's it's like a constant process right yeah
0: it is i mean i can only even with just like having this instagram and growing it on the side it's mentally uh-huh. tough as well but yeah. the, and you have to think about it like doing it right or whatever, or little things that you didn't know how to do, hashtags and SEO and ads and everything. And exactly. in my full-time job, I work to for small medium businesses to help them get on YouTube. And it's like so difficult to just do that one thing, which is like start these ads. I can't imagine how difficult it is to do the 500 other things you have to do <laughs> to run a business.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely crazy, but it's definitely so rewarding like I know we're talking about like packaging like me packaging journals every day it's actually like one of my favorite things to do like each day when I'm like printing like the shipping labels and like putting them on my front door I'm like wow like this person in this state is buying my journal like it's actually so crazy it's so crazy because it's like I can't like I think it even turned out better than I was imagining in the first place I was like you know I knew it was a great product I like put my heart and soul into it um, but the speed in which it really like picked up and like the response that I get and when people like DM me and talk tell me how much they love the journal it's like every day I'm like fangirling I'm like oh my Yay. god amazing like it's just like constant state of gratitude um,
0: wow. because
1: you know I it wasn't even something that I was planning to do. I wasn't like, oh, in 2020, I'm going to start a business. It was like, no, like it just it was time and place and everything really just came together and it just felt like this was exactly what I was meant to do.
0: That's beautiful. And I think that's one thing that everyone is searching for in a lot of ways. And I wonder like for you. So for me, um, because I was like a high achiever in high school, college and then now postgrad, I always felt, um, I, I was always the person who was like, I would never quit my full-time job because I'm just like too lucky to have it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if you fe- have like dealt with any of that as well, where it's like, you're doing something that you're really passionate about, but like, you're supposed to be happy in your corporate job. Like, have you felt any of that or am absolutely. I just, or is it just me?
1: No, absolutely. I'm very similar in the way, like I've always been a high achiever and like, it's like, you finally get to the place that you were supposed to be. Right. You're like, okay. So like, I went to the good school, I got the good job and it's like, okay, now what? Um mm. And it's like, it's just a state of like, just not for me, it, like one of the things that I struggle with is like not being satisfied. Um mm. And, and that can come from like a lot of different areas because like, ultimately I think like I'm, always like chasing for the next thing or the next goal or milestone but it's also about like being present in the moment and taking as much as you can and learning as much as you can where you are but I think it's absolutely okay to realize that like maybe like I don't want to work like that was a crazy realization for right? me I was, like, <laughs> like so like I always thought and even <laughs> like you interned right like My
0: intern. I, when I
1: interned um at facebook i was like you know i really enjoyed my experience i i felt like i would transition very well to full-time work you know like i've always liked to work hard the money is good all that right and then you realize it's like do i want to do this for the rest of my life like yeah like i would look at my parents i'm like you've worked for so long i was like i'm tired after three months in like
0: period. Like, I'm done.
1: I'm done. I'm ready to retire. Like <laughs>
0: Exactly. It's so weird. Um like so just weird. admitting to yourself that your life doesn't have to be even though yeah. we are very lucky and have like a, a corporate job that people love, it's still boring sometimes. It's not always fulfilling and it's like yeah. it's a bit it would took a lot. I actually didn't admit to myself that I was like interested in doing my own thing full time until last weekend um yeah. where I was like well because I just was like it's not possible for me like I've done this like I, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't supposed to like do this corporate like job and I'm like well my boyfriend was like but it doesn't make you as ha- like happy and I was like "Exactly. oh you got me there
1: <laughs> yeah and it's like just because maybe you were meant to be there now it's like it's about learning and growing that doesn't mean that like you need to be here for years and years on end. Like, mm. I feel like our paths are continuously changing. And like, one thing I notice is like, one thing always leads to another for me. Like, I just have confidence in that. It's like there's times where like things don't make sense in the moment, and I'm like, later I look back and I'm like, oh well, that that experience exactly. this one, or I met this person, and now I'm here. And it's like we just have to give ourselves like that flexibility to let life like to just learn and take from life rather than like always Mm -hmm. feeling like you need to be in this space for this many years. Um, Exactly. absolutely like can do it. Like, I think like you really just need to believe in yourself. Of course, like making smart, like financial decisions and stuff. Like for me, like I'm still trying to figure out like when I actually can quit finance. (laughs) Probably gonna take some time.
0: Uh Um,
1: Making sure I'm like setting myself up well so that like one day I can reach that goal for myself.
0: Totally. Exactly. And that's really what's important for all of us to figure out is like what matters to us and why, because if you're doing it like I was for a while for other people, then it's going to, it's not going to help you. But the truth is, like you said, everything shows you where you are supposed to be. I have Mm -hmm. this mantra. I can't remember where I got it from, but it's like my success is inevitable and that has helped that. me like when you're in the moment where you're like oh no I messed up on this or oh I don't know what I want like just remember this, everything is is really working for you um, yeah. when you believe and, in it. Like,
1: one of my favorites is like what I want is already mine
0: um, mm. it's just,
1: like that mindset of like you can literally like do whatever you want as long as like You put in the work and time and you set your mind to it. Like, I think sometimes sometimes we always feel like it's other forces that are in control of our lives. So it's like what other people want for you or like what other societal standards are placed upon you is like what you should be going for. But it's like, ultimately, when you figure out what you want, it's Mm. yours. Like, just take it. Like, it's yours. Exactly. It's a very empowering, like, mindset to have.
0: Yeah. And it's a great realization for, or, like, people our age. Like we said, like, the world has is done telling us what we're supposed to do, which is mm-hmm. the college situation. And it's up to us now to really choose what we want for ourselves.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, I'm so inspired. It's I know. So I'm,
1: like, having so much fun right now. Yeah, <laughs> this is
0: so great. I love it. And I, I feel like this, um like – self-development or dreaming for the future, manifesting, like really being excited about building your own thing is something I have always loved, but I've been embarrassed of in a way, Um, just because it's like as a, I don't know, maybe as a woman or maybe as I guess even around other women, like I feel it wasn't as like embraced by people around me. So it's really nice to hear from like other people who feel the same way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, very, very blessed to be around people that are like very supportive, because I know like one of the things like, especially when it comes to like starting a business, like, that's something it's risky, um, point blank, like, it's, it's risky. And like, if you're around people who are telling you that you can't do it, or it doesn't make sense, or it's like, oh, well, like you, you're already fine, you already have a job, like, why are you Mm. trying to do this other thing? It makes it really, really hard to stay motivated and focused. Um, so I'm very blessed to be surrounded by people like all my friends and family. Um, most of them have been like super supportive through my entire journey. So, like,
0: That's so I'm good. so
1: grateful for that.
0: I'm glad. I mean, it's a beautiful product. My yeah. mom bought it and she was. Yeah, I knew <laughs> I was like, mom, like I could have asked Naya for like a discount code or something. And she's like, no, I need to support her.
1: Your mom is so cute. I love her.
0: She's so funny. She's like really living through vicariously through me on Instagram. (laughs) It's too good. Uh, I love to see it. But um, okay. So I have a a few questions that I like to ask in general. Um, And one is we've probably touched on this, but I'd love to just get like a point pointed answer what is the most life changing thing you've learned in the last year
1: um hmm i would just say like like i am powerful like i think a lot of times like yes. black women are made to feel like less than and that like we should hide that power and that we like can't really do these things but i it's like realizing for yourself as much as like you know there's been progress in social media to say like, oh, Black women are beautiful and powerful and all this, like a lot of times we're made to feel like we're not. Um, so just like stepping into and owning like our own power um, is something that like I've recently learned and, and have been really proud of that I've been able to do.
0: That is literally so beautiful and so important to think about. Like we are so powerful yeah. and but we- Exactly. (laughs) I've never met a black woman who wasn't like hadn't gone through it, figured it out, and was doing the best they can. Like the most resourceful, the most like strategic executors I've ever met are black women, and we don't. And but then we have these like ideas about black women that I want to like get into on this podcast more, which is that we are like intimidating or we're Mm -hmm. strong. Um, all those things like where even this summer, so I started to realize that like strong was not always like a compliment because yeah, um, you don't want to have to be the strong person every single day you know exactly so it's, it's crazy and like this idea that we're intimidating too because we're successful like what does that mean
1: exactly exactly and I think like also um starting work full time and virtually has been like really tough because you're fighting all of these like ideas that people put onto you. And it's also like things that you put onto yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, like I'm young, I'm a new grad, I'm a black woman, I haven't met these people in person. Like, what are they thinking of me? Like that's something that is going away, always mm-hmm. going through my mind. Like, how am I coming across? Am I like confident enough? Am I too confident? Like, how am I presenting myself? Like, how do I make sure that, you know, I'm not coming across quote unquote aggressive? But it's like no, like I had a friend who like had an experience at work where they were saying like, oh, she just doesn't seem involved enough. With <sighs> and I was <sighs> like, okay, what does that mean? Because like she doesn't want to send a bunch of gifts and stuff and chats. It's like because
0: she's, she's not, not doing, doing white culture things. things
1: exactly. And it's like sometimes like us black women aren't always comfortable like with our coworkers in the same way that other people can be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so true yeah um so I think that was a big like learning experience for me and also just trying to f- still trying to figure out how to navigate that at work is really difficult
0: yeah it's it's, it's the confusion about this idea of like bring your whole self to work yeah. that like if I were to bring my whole self to work like I would it's it's like it wouldn't fit in you know
1: yeah. And it's like, people always tell you that you should be doing that, but it's like, they don't even understand that you can't.
0: Like you, you say to do that. And then when somebody gets fired or their reputation is messed up because of it, you're like, oh, sorry.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: It's BS. Like um, my boyfriend <laughs> texted me the other day. He was like, do you bring like cultural jargon into your work calls? Cause he's like, I accidentally always say peace bro to my manager when I'm hanging up and I was like oh shit I actually in the middle of my calls I'm always like period and (laughs) And, um, it's like oh like you realize like being yourself and however that is uh, especially if you're black is not the same thing like I know my manager probably does not know what period means yeah (laughs) yeah
1: no yeah and it's funny because it's like sometimes I'll see other people do it like other people just like be more casual when it comes to work. But it's like anytime I do it, I always feel like immediately guilty. I'm like, oh, wait, oh yeah, I did too much. Like exactly let me it down a bit
0: or in um, like for hair, for example. So I like used to straighten my hair like every week because I didn't want I just like felt like it was more professional. And mm-hmm. then I finally got to a place where it's was like, OK, I'm not going to do that. And so I was really nervous to start work with like natural hair, even though I have very palatable, like white people love it, whatever. I and mean, then like <laughs> wh- um, one day I had like a slick bun and someone made a comment where it's like, oh, that's like, you look so professional. And so then you got to worry about like this idea of professionalism, like these, that same woman comes to work with a messy bun every day, but like I don't really have that luxury, you know? Exactly.
1: Yes. And the other thing too is like any, I think like black women tend to switch up their hairstyles more frequently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, anytime like I switch up my hairstyle, I'm like, hmm, like, are people going to comment on my hair? Like, right. are they going to ask? But it's just like an uncomfortable thing that shouldn't have to be uncomfortable.
0: Exactly. And that's why we need to work for ourselves.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm,
0: yes, absolutely so do you what are your like dreams of entrepreneurship like sort of look like and how did you start come you came into the power of like I'm powerful and I'm gonna build this thing for myself um what's empowering you to know that you can do it full-time and what is like your dream life sort of look like
1: yeah I think like like one of my dreams is just being able to have like a larger influence. And I think I've already been able to start that, which is amazing. Like ultimately I want like my products to be able to help people and to provide like meaning and impact to people's lives. Like in anything I create, like I don't want it just to be like, oh, like this is something I'm putting into the world because I made it. I want it to have, you know, tangible impact and I hope it can and continues to do so as I grow my business, but, and then I also just want to build, like, team, like, I don't want to be a one-woman show forever, Mm -hmm. I think, like, you know, I can manage it, because, like, I do work hard, all I've known is working hard, but it's, like, ultimately, I don't want to work hard forever, like, I don't want Mm -hmm. to, my life to continuously be, like, a struggle of, like, putting in work, and I think, like, that is, uh the p- people tell you that like that's what you should be doing, um but it's like I also want my life to be one of like luxury and and freedom and travel and fun, um but like entrepreneurship is just like a big part of that um mm-hmm. yeah, I think like in my dream, like I'll slowly be able to like expand my business, my team to a point where like I will have more freedom in my life and
0: Yeah, I think freedom is is the word that a lot of people are like confusing money with or like a job or whatever. And like I personally also came to that realization I'd rather like have agency over what I do every day than like have these external like validation, you know.
1: One thing I always like joke about is like I wake up, nobody asks me what I want to do every day. It's always like Millions of like pings and emails and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to do this today. Like I wanted to relax today. You know, like exactly. I'm hoping that one day I will have that agency where it's like, you know, I'm I'm in control, and it's like we already kind of are. Like the decisions that we make our own. Um, so just like continuing to make decisions so that like long term we're able to have that flexibility.
0: Yes, exactly. We are in control. That's, (laughs) it's beautiful to think about. Um, Okay, one question I have for you is what is one resource that's helped you learn exponentially this year?
1: Yeah, so one, or can I drop a couple? So
0: please drop drop. a couple.
1: (laughs) Okay, so one is books. A hundred percent, like reading more is something that I've done more recently in the last year. Um, I actually make like make sure to read like every night before I go to bed. I just think it's a wonderful way, especially since like we've gra- now graduated for college from college. It just allows you to be in a constant state of learning. Yes. Um, another thing, this is like more just practical, is like mentor. So um, there's a a uh, organization. It's called like Score. It's within the Small Business Association. So for anyone who's like interested in starting a business or has a business and wants to grow it, they have like free business mentors for people who have been successful in different fields. So definitely mm-hmm. check out um, score. I-, I recommend like searching for your own mentor um, that I think that's like better than just like getting randomly matched because you can make sure it fits in your niche Um, because ultimately there's so much to learn, especially when it comes to business and we can't, it's hard to even know, like, what, what is next? Like, what are the next steps um, for growth? And then of course, like practical things, just like um, YouTube videos, like just watch a bunch of YouTube videos. If you're trying to start a business or learn any type of thing, like in particular, like YouTube has been a great um, resource for me. Yes. Um, so that's been um, super amazing as well. It is.
0: It's so important. I used YouTube to start this whole podcast. So oh, really wow. helpful.
1: amazing. Yeah, it's
0: amazing. So those are really helpful. Now I'm curious, though, that now that you mentioned this, like, what does a day in your life look like? <laughs> from A morning routine perspective yeah. to evening? Yeah. Like, how do you manage all this stuff? Yeah,
1: so I actually have like a very, very specific uh, routine.
0: Yes, um, give me so like, the details. Yeah, I'll
1: give you all this. So I wake up at seven every morning, one of the things like I try to do is go to sleep and wake up at the same time every morning to improve my sleep cycle. I wake up in the morning, shower to make sure like, you know, I'm awake and refreshed and ready for the day. I stretch like I've been trying to do a little bit more like yoga and stuff now, because especially uh, working from home, it's hard on your body. Okay, Your body is not yes, it is. So stagnant. Um, and then I'll like get ready for the day, and I'll listen to a podcast. Um, I I frequent I've recently liked uh, the podcast. It's called Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Um, yeah, they're pretty like quick episodes, which I appreciate, and it's like quick hacks and tips in different like self development areas. Um, so definitely check it out. That sounds
0: um, right up my alley.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I will eat breakfast and then, like, come to my desk and, like, work on business stuff for an hour, at least an hour before I start my workday. So I try to start my workday around, like, 10. Um, so whether that is, like, if I have the journals in stock, that usually means that I'm, like, uh, putting the shipping labels and putting out the orders or just, like, doing any type of, like, admin task that I need to do for my business because one of the things like I wanted to make sure is that like, I'm starting the day for myself and not for other people. So um, I I view work kind of as like giving to others, right? You're giving to this company. um, But you know, I want to give to my own company first. And um, also before I work, I also like journal at my desk. So I've actually tried like journaling, At a few different like times in the day. I originally tried like first thing in the morning, but I realized like my brain isn't even awake yet. Right. I I actually decided to do it like right before like I start my work for the day because I think it allows me to like reflect. And like I said, take time for yourself before you give to others. Yes. Uh, Then my glorious work day begins um, usually from around like 10 to six, depending on the day. Um, Then I really feel like a robot as I'm like explaining this. I'm like,
0: am I a robot? No, you're <laughs> not. It's just a pandemic. It's
1: just a pandemic. Um, and then like, depending on the day, I try to work out three times a week. So depending on the day, I'm either um, going to do my like workout right after work, or if I'm not working out, it's like some other type of rest. Um, so if it's like watching a show, making sure I get dinner, whatever. And then mm-hmm. I try to spend like, a few more hours at night, uh, working on business stuff. And then um, it's really about like reading before I go to bed and then repeat. <laughs> that was pretty long, wasn't it?
0: No, that's perfect. It's everything I needed. <laughs> These are my favorite things. To talk yeah. About.
1: But I'm definitely like someone that functions well off routine. Me um, too. Yeah. So I think like it allows me to be most productive. I also... I'm reading. I'm almost done with the book called Deep Work by Cal Newport. Um, one of the things that they say is like, you know, scheduling, every, like scheduling every part of your day is actually more beneficial than it is like harmful. People think like, oh, well, you're not really getting tr- like true rest if you're scheduling every part. But when you don't, a lot of times what happens is like you spend time really like doing random things like scrolling through social media or like, you know, like exactly kind of like wasting time, like not doing things that actually make you feel restful.
0: Um, Yeah. Something I say is like you plan so that you can have freedom, you know? So like when something interesting does come up and you need to like move things around, it's much easier to move things around when they're already organized than like to not.
1: Exactly. And the thing about planning that people don't realize all the time is like, yes, things come up where your schedule can change. And just because you've like made a plan for the day doesn't mean that you need to follow it. Like sometimes, say say 12 o'clock comes and you say like you wanted to accomplish this, but then another ask comes. It's like you push things around. It makes it easier to say, okay, well, then I'll do this after when you already kind of have a plan. So it can definitely be changed around and, and flexible as like your day goes, but that doesn't make, make planning um, useless. It's still super helpful. Hello? Uh-oh, I think I Oh, lost. it's
0: my fault. No, you didn't. Okay. I just was okay. I was just muted. Um, I <laughs> totally agree with you 100% on all things planning because otherwise, like you really don't have time to get everything you want done so loved it thank you for the details Huge <laughs> fan. um so i know we are running out of time so i like to end the episodes with a round of like rapid fire questions are you down okay. for that yeah amazing okay so the first one is appetizers or dessert
1: appetizer
0: i'm with you 100 <laughs> instagram or tiktok
1: Instagram. I'm still trying to learn TikTok. TikTok is yeah. fun.
0: It's difficult though. They're mean on there.
1: Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah, I'm trying to like use like TikTok more for my business, but it's like hard mm. to figure out what to do and what to post. But
0: right. Instagram. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Favorite TV show of all time.
1: Ooh, this is a good one. Probably Power or How Ooh. to Get Away with Murder.
0: Wow, that's fun. I haven't seen Power. Maybe I should oh, watch. Oh,
1: Power is so good. Yes, watch it.
0: Okay. Um, Favorite podcast?
1: Tiny Leaps, Big Changes.
0: Amazing. I can't wait to listen to that.
1: There's also okay. this – wait, I just want to plug. There's this new podcast. Um, It's called – what is it called? Um, Oh, it's called The Work Smart Podcast.
0: Ooh. And
1: it's by Morgan DeBond. So she's the founder of, of- –
0: Yes. Yeah, Blavity, right?
1: Yeah, founder of Blavity. So she recently started a podcast, which is about like business, like growth and everything. I think it's mm. still pretty, so there's not many episodes. But I listened to one episode, and I think it's amazing. And then it's by a Black woman, which I love. Also, yeah,
0: I think I- she's from St. Louis. Yeah.
1: Oh, she is. I didn't know that. And uh, Tiny Leaves Big Changes is by a Black man, so...
0: Period. Period. Okay, this.
1: black podcasters. Okay, so exciting. I'm too smart for this.
0: Oh, obviously, yeah, <laughs> I got. I got to plug these black podcasts because I'm always looking for them.
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> okay. most important self care practice:
1: journaling. I have. I have to say, journaling. She had to say
0: it. She yeah. had to say it. Okay.
1: Hands down.
0: <laughs> All right. Finish this some sentence with something you want young people to know. You're too smart for.
1: You're too smart for not prioritizing yourself.
0: Period. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And everyone can find new Inside the Out journals. Um, uh, They are restocked and you can yes. go pick one up. Yes, right they
1: now. are just now back in stock. So if you are interested, check us out at insidethanout.com.
0: Yay. Okay, Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Too Smart For This podcast. Be sure to leave a review if you liked it. It takes two seconds. And follow the show on Instagram at Too Smart For This Pod. Check back every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes. And make sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Alexis Barber for more content about lifestyle, health, and career. And don't forget, you're too smart to not love yourself.